Hey, my interweb sweeties. It's me, Jessica Taylor, your friend, your therapist, and your number one hype woman. Thank you for stopping by to listen to episode seven of Casually Concerned. I know that we all do different things for a living and for enjoyment, but there's actually one thing that all of us could put under the special skills section of our resumes. We are probably all pretty proficient in the art of self-sabotage. And if you haven't had that life experience yet, it's totally fine. I have lots of it. So this episode will be a big old two-parter. And three, two, one, bing! Guys, I'm going to tell you a very, very specific and drawn-out story. This is a long story long, but you have to pay attention. I was getting ready to venture out to go to the grocery store. I pull up in the parking lot, suited up with all my PPE gear and my mismatched clothes, hoop earrings, and unnecessary Timberlands, and I take a deep breath. I just zone out for a moment of quick disassociation for no reason. You know, that amount of time that you need, just that couple of seconds to gather yourself before you have to do anything nowadays. After checking in with myself, I figured out what was wrong with me. I had a strong level of pre-annoyance. I had been a happy little lady all day, just like tooling around, was super productive, even pumped some irons, looked in the mirror, kissed my biceps, etc. But for whatever reason, it was like a switch was flipped and I was fully annoyed. I double checked my grocery list and I went in. As I'm sauntering at a social distance through the aisles, in the correct direction of the arrows, I might add, also, what is that nowadays? That aggravating. Anyway, I noticed that there's this really cute elderly couple looking at their list, slowly picking up every single can to see if it has whatever type of particular bean they needed. Wax beans, lima beans, northern beans. You know what I'm saying. By the way, totally love beans. We'll get to that in another episode. I'm obsessed with beans. Anyway, I'm staying at a distance from them while also trying to look for my item. They move down the aisle ahead of me, still looking. I'm doing the same thing on the same side, just staying behind them six feet away. All of a sudden, I see exactly what I need. In my mind, I'm like, yes, there they are. I see what I want, and I start to walk towards it. But then the old couple stopped right in front of it, put their basket down, started going through every little item in their basket on the ground. Totally sweet. However, let me just say I was not in a state of complaint. I just kind of had that, like, ugh, aggravating feeling. Now they're standing directly in front of the few things I need. They turn to look at me and I quickly shift to the right as if I've been caught. Like, like, like quickly look to the right and like awkwardly start staring intently at this container of tomato paste, which is even funnier, funnier. I have this furrow browed and I'm acting like I'm actually interested in the ingredients, which hello, it's literally tomatoes and the things that make it paste. So anyway, I just stood there, did this whole weird three-person conga line behind this lovely couple. I could have easily just said, excuse me, did a little reach around with my go-go gadget arms for the item that I needed. But for whatever reason, in my mind, I didn't want to seem impatient or make them feel any type of way, like they had to speed up or shuffle. In my mind, I'm imagining them trying to get up to move. And then the huge cardboard display of chicken stock topples over. It was just like, I had created this story in my mind of what it would be like if I had simply just said, excuse me. I also just realized in the moment that I didn't feel like speaking or interacting with anyone. 
go to get in the self-checkout line, but it's going all the way down the Valentine's Day aisle. And I knew if I had to stand there for any period of time, I would absolutely waste my money on a Valentine's whirly gig for no reason. And I would also get some conversation hearts that taste like dirt. And they have like these half messages like, love who... You know what I'm saying? Anyway, waste of money, totally my jam. I'm putting my items on the belt. The cans are rolling down the conveyor belt. It's this comedy of error, errors. I feel like I'm fumbling Franny for no apparent reason. I go to pay with cash. I also rarely ever have cash. Of course, I needed 93 cents back. So let, do this with me, guys. Okay, okay, okay. So palm out. Phone in my left hand. Wallet in my right hand. She puts my cash back with my left hand on my left hand a receipt that is super, super long, and then 93 cents of change on top. Within five seconds, I'm juggling all of my unnecessary belongings and I'm getting flustered. And then I notice in that second that the belt starts moving again and someone is coming up behind me with their stuff. I try to slide all of the change into my zipper thingy portion of my wallet and all of it falls. Some on the floor, some in the bag, whatever, you get the point. I get to the car and I'm just like sweaty and just overwhelmed for no reasons. And I sit down and I like laugh to myself and I literally say, dude, that was so exhausting from following the cutie pie old couple slowly lying about reading tomato paste ingredients, wasting time, 93 cents change explosion. It was one of those 30 minute periods of time where you're just like, that was so annoying. And this is brought to you in part by pre-annoyance, your plus one that you literally bring everywhere with you for no reason. But I did it to myself. I set the vibe from the instant I pulled into the lot that I was pre-annoyed. I completely self-sabotaged and I wasted so much energy. I didn't even know I was wasting. If you have felt at any point in time in my supermarket sweep event that you could relate, this is a good thing because it means you're aware. It means that you do the same things to yourself. One of the main ways in which we self-sabotage, we set ourselves up for failure. We do this emotionally, physically. We can do it on a small scale or a really big scale. So guys, we can fix it together. When we fail or we make a mistake, it's really, really easy to try to place the blame elsewhere, either on your partner for snoring too loud and you lose sleep, or that text and email that came at terrible timing that didn't have the correct emotive exclamation points and you misinterpret it, or your kid has a poop explosion right when you get them ready. I cannot relate, but I believe that's what happens. I did not want to leave the kids out. When we try to place blame elsewhere, in some ways, it's like a protective measure. If we immediately hold ourselves accountable when we've messed up, we might be too hard on ourselves. Honestly, it can take a really long time to shake the habit of blaming others. In reality, though, we are the only ones that can be entirely responsible for our emotional reactions. It's my fault I set the stage to have an annoying shopping trip and I got all worked up and flustered. It wasn't the lovely Regis Philbin and Kathy Lee of Safeway. It was my fault for just not using my words to get my can of maters. It wasn't the fault of lovely Lucy, that's not her real name, but she was so lovely, who gave me back the change that prompted my fluster. It's my fault for giving her something that needed that much change in return. 
So the next time you have to do something that feels hard, pump yourself up with some nice self-talk or put on your headphones and make it happen. Don't wait until that gas tank is at three miles. Fill it when it's at 15. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Nate and I always fight about that. Unfortunately, we all do things to make life more difficult for ourselves. We continually set ourselves up for failure with pre-annoyance and we find wherever else we can to place the blame. Holding it for ourselves sometimes just feels too heavy. Hopefully listening to this has provided some insight into your own patterns. In the next episode, we'll touch on a few other ways that we inadvertently get in our own way. And maybe we can all feel a little more confident in our abilities to be more kind and patient with ourselves. Casually Concerned is brought to you by me, Jessica Taylor. I hope that you are so incredibly impressed by not just the content and my wisdom, but also the seamlessness and the sound. This episode was produced in partnership with Oh, It's Big Ron Studios. You can follow Ronald on Instagram at Oh, It's Big Ron Studios, and you can follow me on Instagram at the Casually Concerned Podcast. If you want to help the show grow, please go to Apple Podcasts and give Casually Concerned a five-star rating. This helps new listeners to discover the show, and it also inflates my ego. Tune in next time on Casually Concerned, because guys, if it's worth thinking about, it's worth talking about. I take a deep breath, just zone out for a minute. I take a deep breath. I just zone out. Damn it. I take a deep breath. I just zone out for a minute. <laughs> I just can't.